Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of In Bloom Podcast or welcome back. My name is Abby Aslan and I'm the host of this podcast and I'm so excited to be sitting down and chatting with you all again today. It feels like it's been forever since I recorded an episode since the last two I recorded before going on vacation back to my hometown of Panama City Beach, Florida. Definitely follow me on social media if you don't so you can keep up with me in real time. I always have my Instagram in the show notes and I also upload vlogs once a week on YouTube. Um, and my YouTube channel is just my name, and it's just Abby Aslan, obviously. But I'm really excited for this week's episode, and to be honest, I was planning a lot of different episodes. Like, I kind of have a brain dump, I guess you could say, of episode plans for sort of the course of the next month, and I thought I knew which one I wanted to do this week, but every time I sat down and I was trying to really just work through planning each of the ideas I had... I couldn't get anywhere and I think it's just because I was not in a place to be sharing those things and talking about those things because I've honestly just been struggling a lot this last week since I've been back in Houston where I live after vacation and honestly I just haven't been okay if I'm being 110% honest and I hope y'all like vulnerability because this episode is going to be full of it and I really thought it would just be good for me to do an episode of just sitting down and kind of walking through what I'm feeling right now and what I'm struggling with and I know you're probably like aren't you always struggling with the same stuff you're always you know talking about the same things that you're struggling with because uh, you don't make changes and everything yeah I get it you don't have to attack me like that mentally I know you're thinking that right now but a lot of the things I've been feeling have been sort of new feelings that I don't think I have felt to the extent I'm feeling them now at least in a long time if ever at all And I think a lot of the things that I'm struggling with right now are actually probably pretty apparent in a lot of y'all's lives as well during the summertime because I feel like a lot of what I'm struggling with right now has to do with the season we're in and some of it does, some of it doesn't, but I just kind of had it on my heart to talk through what I'm going through right now because I just had a feeling that some of y'all were struggling with the same thing and sometimes it's just so nice to sit down and listen to someone talk about what they're struggling with because it makes you feel so much less alone and I'm somebody who doesn't really like to burden the people in my life with my problems so I tend to keep them bottled up but obviously that's not very healthy and it's a very isolating thing because if I'm sitting here and I'm struggling with something I'm not going to text my friend about it I literally just don't do that unless they ask and I'm not going to share about it over dinner and drinks unless they ask about it And I don't know why I just never really want to burden people with the things I'm struggling with and the things I'm feeling because I don't want people to feel like they're my therapist. I don't want to bring up the same thing over and over again because that's probably exhausting for the other person to hear because you're probably sitting there on the other end of it like why don't you do something about it but sometimes you just get stuck and you feel like you physically can't move and do anything and that's kind of been where I've been at lately as you all know which I've definitely touched on in my YouTube videos and on the podcast and everything but I just thought that this would be helpful because I had it in my heart that somebody that listens to this podcast was struggling with at least one or two of the things I'm going to be talking about and me being able to just sort of vent into a microphone is healthy for me in a way I feel like and it makes me feel like I'm talking to a friend but there's nobody on the other end of it and there is people on the other end of it but the benefit I guess you all get out of that is that you feel less alone especially if you're somebody who is like me and doesn't really you know share what you're struggling with 
it can just be very comforting to have somebody sort of say that they're going through the same thing as you. So hopefully this helps some of you feel less alone. And if you're tuning into this week's episode and you're like, wait, I didn't really come here to listen to you just like talk about what what you're dealing with right now. I promise that I there there's value in it. I'm not just going to sit here and like vent and rant. It's going to be a lot more of walking through feelings and sort of just a lot of the things that I've found myself dealing with in this stage of my life and I think that a lot of you all may be dealing with as well. So I hope you all enjoy this episode, but I really just didn't want to hop into a, you know, self-help or self-improvement type of episode when I just didn't really feel like I was in a place where I could say all of those things and deliver the content I wanted to deliver because I feel like my mind has been so impacted by the way I've been feeling lately and I was going to do this whole mid-year reset and sort of reflecting on my 2023 goals and where I'm at so far and everything but when I started looking at it I was like this is not healthy for me to do right now because I'm just going to get really down on myself if I do this episode and I need to get in a better place mentally before I do this episode and that's what I was planning on doing for this week. So I'm pushing that one out. It is coming soon in like the next few weeks for sure but I was like I need to take a week to just get back to my routine after being on vacation and get back into the swing of things because with where I'm at mentally right now doing that episode would not have been good for me mentally so that's why we're doing what we're doing today. But my quote for this week's episode is from Tumblr And I actually liked this quote a while ago, and I was just going through my likes trying to find a quote that I wanted to use for this week's episode, and I just thought this one was perfect for this week's episode, how I've been feeling, whatever. And it's from the account self-care, but it's without the E and the word self, so S-L-F care. And it says, I remember thinking the only way to be loved was if I reinvented myself to be desirable. As it turns out, the person whose love I was seeking in the first place was myself, and the most desirable version of myself I could think of was a person who's happy, so I'm working on that instead. I love this quote. I am someone, I've talked about this before in the podcast a long time ago, probably haven't mentioned it in a long time, but I am somebody who mirrors other people. So if I meet you for the first time, I'm going to basically morph into a personality that I feel you will be most compatible with and that you will get along well with I don't know if it's just like a conflict avoidance type of thing and I do think I'm pretty avoidant when it comes to conflict I wouldn't say I'm somebody who is terrified of it by any means but I am definitely a little bit avoidant of it and this is something I subconsciously do I don't choose to do this I'm not just like walking around morphing into a different person with every person I meet but I truly just morph into like this new personality so that I can be a version that is most liked by you and that goes for any friend any person in my life and I have always struggled in friend groups because there isn't a way to sort of morph yourself to be a perfect person for multiple people and I have like a lot of individual friends and each individual friendship I have I feel like I'm a different person with each one but the same person at the same time you know what I mean like each of the people get the same me but they're all tweaked and fine-tuned a little bit to be somebody that that person enjoys being around most so you know if I have a friend that's a lot more outgoing then I'm going to adopt to that and try and be more outgoing or do more outgoing things with them if I have a friend that's you know very introverted and you know can enjoy sitting in silence with me I can do that too you know I just kind of 
morph myself to be a different person with based on who I'm around. And I wish I wasn't that way, but when I learned that about myself, I was like, wow, a lot of things just make sense now. And I just really liked this because at the end of the day, it is that desire to just be valued and, you know, like this quote says, be desirable. And in trying to find value and all of these other people and be a desirable person in all these other people's eyes, I'm losing sight of the fact that I'm no longer making myself desirable for me when I do that because I'm chipping away at pieces of myself with each little thing I do to make myself somebody that can please others. And I really want to work on just being more of my authentic self regardless of who I'm with or what I'm doing and all of this to say I'm not inauthentic and I'm not a fake person by any means it's truly just me compromising on like my I don't want to say values but me just compromising on the things that I do genuinely enjoy and like to do and boundaries and things of that sort for the sake of pleasing other people and do I think that it should be all about what you want absolutely not I think that every friendship every relationship is going to have elements of compromise where you are compromising your boundaries a little bit because you know maybe last time you did something that you really wanted to do with a friend and now they really want you to go do something with them that you may not really care for but you're their friend and you want to support them and what they're interested in so you're going to do that I'm not really talking about those kind of things I'm talking about like the actual longevity of compromising your boundaries for the sake of pleasing other people, not the one-off times where you're just doing something to support someone or whatever. I just thought this quote was a very good perspective of self-love and that you don't need to change who you are in order to be loved. And you know, you have to love yourself first ultimately and to be you know, the most desirable version of yourself and someone that you truly love and to be able to say, I love who I am and I embrace who I am and I accept who I am is, you know, thinking of a happy version of yourself. And are you going to be happy all the time? No, but just thinking of a happy version of yourself that is accepting and loving and everything like that. So I just really enjoyed that quote. And my goal for this week, I really want to push myself to journal every single day. And when I say journaling, I don't mean following journal prompts. I feel like I've always talked about in the past how... I need journal prompts in order to journal because I'm just not good with the stream of consciousness type of journaling where you are just writing your thoughts as they come to your head. But this week, coming back from vacation, the amount of just emotions and thoughts that I've had running through my head at all times has been overwhelming. And there were moments where I truly felt like the only way for me to shut my mind up was to just get some of the things out of my head and onto paper. So one morning this week before work, I just thought to myself, you know what, I think I need to sit down with pen and paper and just write down what I'm feeling right now to try and displace some of these thoughts somewhere else and like work through them because having them on repeat and ruminating on all of them in my head was just really honestly giving me a headache and not really giving me the clarity I needed to get through my work days. So it was really beneficial for me when I did it this morning before work and sort of just taking the pressure off of journaling for it to look a certain way or follow certain prompts or for it to even be beneficial self-help wise. I've always thought that what I need to be doing needs to be rooted in self-improvement and self-help, but 
journaling doesn't need to be that way. It can literally just be, you know, I went to the grocery store today and I was upset that they didn't have the creamer I wanted. Like you can literally do (laughs) things as silly as that, or you can talk about your actual feelings or the thoughts you've been having. And I just find it helpful. And it's funny because what sort of triggered me to just be like, you know what, just write down what happened this morning and how you're feeling today or whatever was reading um, Meet Me at the Lake by Carly Fortune. I've read a lot of books since the last time I talked to y'all because on vacation I read November 9th and I read Meet Me at the Lake and I read Happy Place. So I have read and finished all of those books and in Meet Me at the Lake it has like diary entries from the main character's mother in it and I was like you know what I would love if I just had some journal entries to look back on during this time in my life because although I have been struggling a lot I do think that this is you know obviously a time of life that I want to be able to look back on and have memories of which I do because you know I post my life online and everything but I more so wanted it on a deeper level with like the feelings and emotions and everything I wanted to be able to look back on this time of my life five years from now and just see how resilient and strong I was to get through what I've been going through and I was really just inspired to do so from reading Meet Me at the Lake so I was like you know what let's just journal our feelings and how we're doing and it really helps that's my goal this week is even if it's just five minutes I'm just going to challenge myself to do a page of my moleskin journal it's really a small sheet of paper and it takes less than five minutes to fill up and I don't even need to fill up the page but I just want to really get myself to be better about doing that because I think it might help me sleep better at night and at least fall asleep quicker because I've been struggling so much with sleeping lately because my brain just won't shut up and I feel like it will really help me get my thoughts into somewhere else besides my brain so they aren't just like floating around in there and I'm not forced to ruminate on them all the time and I wanted to say because I know in my most recent episodes I was like I want to watch the sunrise and sunset every day when I'm home for vacation because I never get to see sunrises and sunsets where we're at with where we live and everything and I did not watch a sunrise every day I think I saw three while I was on vacation which honestly better than what it's more than what I see in a month or even two months so I'm good with that but I did get to see so many beautiful sunsets so I'm very thankful for that and I honestly just had the best time at home and I'm so glad I grinded really hard to get like all the work I needed done done before I went on vacation so I could truly just take the time to rest and I did still do like some YouTube work and everything and I was vlogging and all that good stuff that doesn't really feel like work to me so it was really good to just not have to like record a podcast or plan a podcast episode or edit a video and all that good stuff so I'm very thankful for my past self for grinding really hard so I can enjoy my time at home but it definitely went by far quicker than I wanted it to and this week I'm going to share a favorite instead of my gratitude which I think I'm doing this backwards I normally do a favorite instead of a goal and I always share a gratitude but my favorite is the Merit Beauty Complexion Stick I think is what it's called I absolutely love this product I actually just recently got it and it is so good I think it's actually called the minimalist but it's a perfecting complexion stick and basically what it is is this product it looks like a little contour stick honestly but they have it which you could use it as a contour stick if you wanted to but I use it today all over my face as sort of a foundation type of thing but it can replace basically your foundation and concealer like I'm not even wearing concealer today 
and I'm working with them on a YouTube video, which is something I'm very grateful for. That can be my gratitude this week is that I'm working with a beauty brand that I have been using for so long and absolutely love and adore. And I love this complexion stick. It feels so comfortable on the skin. And I was outdoors all morning. We went to like the farmer's market and to get smoothie bowls and coffee and stuff. And it is like 95 degrees. It is humid. I do not feel like I have anything on my face. And I just put it all over my face and blended it in with a dense kabuki brush. And it just evens out your skin tone. It's a very your skin but better dewy kind of look. So it's perfect for summer. And just extremely lightweight. And it's not like super tacky. I don't have any powder products on right now. And it just, it's amazing. I highly recommend, honestly, I highly recommend all their products. But I love their stuff so much, and it's just super buildable, hydrating, and really lightweight. So definitely check that out, especially if you're somebody who's really into clean makeup products. They're non-comedogenic, I think is how you say it, which means none of their products have pore-clogging ingredients, which is really great. So that's my favorite this week. But let's go ahead and get into the episode. I just... I'm kind of titling this, it's okay to not be okay, because I genuinely don't know what other phrase can bucket all the things that I'm feeling right now, and I really wanted to talk about something that I feel like I never hear anybody talk about online, and I know I've talked about it before, and I'm not sitting here saying I'm an innovator with the things I talk about, because I'm not. Um, Ultimately, we're all mimicking each other at the end of the day and copying one another, even if we don't know it, but from what the content I consume, I have not heard anybody talk about this and I haven't felt this feeling on a extreme level ever since my brother got married and you're probably like what are you talking about where are you going with this and that is the come down after the high y'all have you ever had an experience where you are you know just having a great time you know maybe there you're hitting a lot of goals or achievements or You're on a vacation that you've been looking forward to for a long time. Maybe you just got married. Maybe you just got engaged. Maybe you just had the best year of college ever or best year of whatever. I don't know. Maybe you just had a really good several couple of weeks and you've kind of been riding a high. I think the way that most of you all who are listening can relate to this is say returning to your job after you've had a really amazing vacation and some great PTO and time away from work and it's really just post happiness blues and I actually saw an Instagram post the other day that like called it that and it just kind of details ways to work through this feeling and it's from Andrea Evgino I don't know if that's how you pronounce it on Instagram and I just loved the little post for it because I that that is one time I guess I've seen somebody talk about it but it was just funny that it popped up on my explore page because I was sitting there thinking about it and I was thinking about wow I haven't really felt this feeling since my brother got married because when my brother got married which was in summer of 2019 I it was just such an amazing week I basically went and stayed with him for I think it was about the week before his wedding I want to say and I had a great time and I feel like we got to really catch up because we hadn't really like spent any quality time together for a long time and then he got married and all of our family was together in one place and that just doesn't really happen very often because my family's pretty spread out and it was just a great thing and celebrating love and seeing my brother so happy and my sister-in-law so happy and my family so happy and just celebrating something so great like you know 
two people beginning a new chapter together who are very dear to your heart. It's a really exciting and happy thing. And I felt like I was on this just emotional high. And then I went back to Dallas because this was the summer we were living in Dallas. I went back to Dallas and I had this really hard just crash and spiral. And I just felt honestly, for lack of a better word, I was just feeling really, really depressed because I just had this really fast and hard fall because I was up so, so high. And then I got back to Dallas and I just felt like I crashed and I was like, oh my gosh, I just feel so sad now because I was feeling all these great things and I had this really great, exciting experience. And then returning to my daily life just felt like this huge hit and it really hurt and it made me really sad. And because I was just thinking to myself, my family no longer lives close by, my parents are 10 hours away, and my brother's far away because I was still in school at the time, and it just made me really sad that we were all under the same roof, and I just started you know, ruminating on the thoughts of getting older and growing up, and it was this whole thing. And it was really, really hard, and it just gave me a sense of longing and like wanting to have that back or you know, being upset with myself that I didn't take or I didn't really soak in those moments when we were all under the same roof um, and really cherish them. And I feel it felt like I had taken all those times for granted. And it's just a really hard thing to deal with. And I think that this is very pertinent to everyone's lives in the summertime because it's when people are taking vacations and, you know, it is technically like a wedding season. So people are getting married and maybe you're siblings getting married or you got married or a close friend's getting married and you got to be around a lot of your favorite people that you don't really get to see anymore because you got to reunite with all your college friends and now y'all all live across the country from each other and I find that I feel this way after I visit with my college friends too because every time I come back to my daily life it just feels so boring and mundane and it's very isolating because it's working from home by myself in front of a computer screen every day and I'm reminded that all of my close friends that I made in college are you know at minimum like 10 hours away from me and that's just really hard so it's really hard to just digest all of that and live with that come down and that crash after you have such amazing and optimal and just enjoyable experiences doing something and then you have to return to your reality and it's just hard and I feel like I'm dealing with that right now after going home for a week of vacation and not having to work and I returned hoping I would feel refreshed and I returned and felt worse than I did when I left for vacation because I just felt this longing to be able to live the life that I was living while I was back in my hometown which was you know not a realistic life in any means I was going to the get coffee every day from local coffee shops which I can do that you know here in Houston I can do that even if I was anywhere else but then I would you know read like majority of a book in a day and I would be sitting on the beach all day and then I was going to a country music festival at night like that's just not like a realistic lifestyle and I think I had such an amazing time which I'm so thankful for that it made coming back even worse than how I felt before I left when I was just so ready for a vacation and I returned back to work and I realized how burnt out I truly am right now because I didn't I did I feel rested while I was at home and everything did I feel like I was really getting you know a lot of good quality slow time just doing things I enjoy yes but when I returned back to Texas and I was getting back to work I seriously just felt completely depleted of energy immediately 
from my first day back. And that was sort of a signal to me, Abby, you're burnout. You know, like that week of vacation was great, but you are still, you know, going 100 miles an hour with trying to juggle everything you're juggling and jumping right back into it after having a really amazing time on vacation where you weren't having to tend to all of your responsibilities that you're trying to juggle juggle is really, really difficult for you and you need to find a way to slow down. And that was kind of the alarm bell that I felt in my head all week. And I've just really been struggling with that whole emotional feeling of coming down after a really happy time and then going back to reality. So if you've ever felt this or maybe you have been feeling this and you didn't even really know how to articulate it, I am totally there with you and I feel you. It's so hard to process and deal with, but that post on Instagram I was talking about from Andrea Gino, it really just talks about how important it is to practice self-care and, you know, do as many things as you can that really promote your well-being and work on mindfulness techniques so that you can stay focused in the present and not just be dwelling on that past experience that gave you such a high. And I honestly think another great thing to do when you experience this is to either one, try and plan to have an experience similar to that experience because maybe you can't recreate it. Like maybe it's somebody's wedding and you can't really control if somebody else is getting married or not. Um, But say, for example, you really enjoyed, you know, just being with the people you were with at a wedding. Go ahead and be like, hey, guys, it was really great to spend time with everyone. And I feel like we should try and do this more often. Can we try and plan like a little weekend getaway together so that you have it to look forward to? And then creating that event to look forward to that you enjoyed so much in the past will take you out of, you know, dwelling on how great it was in the past and comparing it to your current reality. And it'll give you something to look forward to. And it'll just help you be a little bit more present instead of, you know, sitting there and dwelling on how great that one weekend you had was or whatever it is. So I think that those, the tips that she shared and, you know, that alone of trying to plan something similar to it to look forward to is really helpful. And also just being grateful that you had such a great time and grateful for the time that you did get to spend with the people or doing whatever it was that you're doing that you enjoyed so much. And that has honestly just been really hard and that's been how I've been feeling all week. But I know that as I get back into my routine here, it will, the feeling will go away a little bit, but I'm just here to say that, you know, if you're feeling that right now or if you're worried about feeling it at some point, it's going to hurt really hard because it just feels like you're falling and crashing and burning and it's just not a fun feeling, but it does go away as you get back into your normal routine. It's just those first couple of days or week or maybe even two weeks it's really hard to get reacclimated to your normal after having a really you know out of routine experience that you really enjoyed and the next thing I wanted to talk about was just struggling with the overall concept of being engaged and enjoying this season of life I feel like every time I see content about being engaged and going through wedding planning everybody's always in the comments like enjoy it miss it so much it's the best time embrace being a fiance embrace it all and you know all these things about enjoying the season of life i honestly just feel this insane amount of pressure i don't really know from who or where from but i feel this insane amount of pressure to be having this out of this world fiance wedding planning experience and i think 
that the reason I feel that way and I'm I almost think that I'm just putting the pressure on myself because I know that this is a set period of my life that I'm never going to have again and it's you know wedding planning and being a fiance ideally obviously is something that you know you only go through once and it's this one experience that you really want to be celebrating in because you are celebrating something exciting and I feel all this pressure for it to just be this wonderful season of my life that I am absolutely just head over heels with that I'm going to look back on and really miss and I just feel so much pressure to enjoy this fleeting season of my life but I'm not actually really enjoying it and that's definitely like a personal problem I'm sure but you know maybe you're a fiance or whatever and you're just feeling the same way with I feel like I'm really supposed to be enjoying this and embracing and cherishing the season of my life but I feel like I just can't wait for it to be over and I, I'm not necessarily in a place that I can't wait for it to be over, but it's really hard because, you know, when you're dishing out tons of money and you're putting in so many hours and tons of work into this big event that is literally going to be one day, it's so hard to see it through almost because you're not really seeing all of it pay off until that one day and then it's all in a day's worth of time that it all comes together. And... I feel so guilty for not feeling so head over heels with this season of my life. And it's sad because I really want to feel head over heels with this season of my life, but I just haven't been because I've just been, you know, just so busy with trying to balance my job and being a content creator and wedding planning. It is just so much work. And it's been really isolating because on the weekends, I'm, you know, trying to do as much as I can for the wedding and there's always something that needs done. And as a result, I have no energy to spend with people socially and I'm not going out of my way to hang out with anyone. And I am really just like isolating myself because on the weekends, all I'm doing is working, whether that's working on my content creation stuff because I'm busy with my corporate job during the week or whether it's wedding planning stuff. And then the couple hours of free time that I have on the weekend, I'm, you know, trying to do something like read or just rest so that I'm not, you know, a thousand trillion percent burnout and I'm only like a thousand percent burnout instead going through the week and it's just really difficult for me because I want to enjoy the season of my life and I want it to be this incredible season that I look back on and you know I'm just like wow that was so special and everything but so far it's just been utter chaos but I think that as I get closer to it and once I go on like my bachelorette trip and everything it'll you know feel a lot more real and I'll have all those memories to cherish but as far as like the actual planning and stuff goes um definitely don't feel alone if you're just utterly overwhelmed by it all and you're just like I don't know why people look back on this time of life and think that it's so you know sweet and special because it's just so chaotic and I'm not saying it in any way because of my fiance and like my partner of course I'm more so just talking about all the work that goes into actually planning the wedding especially as somebody who's really indecisive and takes forever to decide on things so it's really tough and the next thing I just wanted to touch on is just how I've been struggling with feeling really lonely and feeling like I've just been living on autopilot and I've just been you know not really living and I've just been existing and I've actually done episodes recently on how to sort of get yourself out of autopilot and feel like you're living and not just existing and everything but it's just this going through the motions thing I feel like I have this never-ending to-do list and I can't catch a break and every time I 
get to a place where I'm, you know, finally crossing the last few things off my to-do list, I have to add like 10 more things on it. And always having these to-dos and trying to optimize my time every single day is putting me in this sort of robotic mode where I feel like I'm not really able to enjoy my day to day and I'm just, you know, the days are just flying by and literally fleeing away from underneath my feet. And I just really am struggling with feeling like my mid twenties and just this time of my life is getting away from me. And I can feel it more and more just with each year, you know, like when I was 23 I really just felt like I had you know a ton of life ahead of me and everything and now I'm 25 and I'm like literally what has even happened over the last two years and it's so hard to sit here and think that you should be doing more with your life or think that you should be enjoying it more because maybe you're you know really prioritizing work a lot in this time of your life and you know you're thinking about how in the future you want to have kids and a family and you're not really going to have a ton of time to enjoy your life but you're kind of like okay well I'm working really hard right now so that I can enjoy my time with my future family and just enjoy my time more later on but then it's like I'm missing out on all the time that I could be enjoying now with like friends and stuff before everybody you know starts having families and everything and it's just this limbo this mental limbo where you're like is there a perfect formula for the way I should be doing this like I don't really know And it's just been really hard for me because I've just been feeling really lonely lately. And I know I've mentioned before how, you know, it's like, okay, I don't have a ton of friends here in Houston. And that's definitely like my own fault. I don't really do, I do things alone a lot. Like I'll go and get coffee alone and stuff, but I don't really ever make an effort to do things with people because I just truly don't have a ton of energy at the end of the week on the weekends to do anything. And I feel like even if I wasn't also planning a wedding and being a content creator, I still would not have that much energy because working is just draining. And I know y'all can relate to that where, you know, it's the weekend and you're like, okay, now I've got to do a whole day to get my groceries and prep my meals for the week and do my laundry and do all the chores around the house and have some me time. And at the end of all that, you have one day and you're like, I don't want to spend that one day depleting my battery. You know what I mean? So it's like, when do you make the time to do these things and I'm almost thinking I need to just suck it up and do these things instead of waiting until I feel like I have a social battery and I just need to do it when I you know have the opportunity instead of waiting to feel like I'm fully charged because honestly there's never going to be a time I'm fully charged and it's just been really difficult because I feel so lonely in the sense that I have when I think about the fact that I've lived in this city as long as I have and it's as big of a city as it is and honestly a lot of it's triggered by you know just social media and seeing people with friend groups or always doing things with friends online that really triggers the thoughts but ultimately I know that it's you know my fault and that people aren't just gonna like show up at my house and ask to want to hang out or ask to be friends I'm gonna have to you know do some work on my part but making friends post-grad in a new city is really freaking hard so It's difficult, and I feel you if you're there struggling with the same thing. And last but not least, I've really been struggling with realizing something that, you know, you've given your blood, sweat, and tears for and just put so much work into is the very thing that's making you bleed. And what I mean by that is, is there anything in your life that you have just worked so freaking hard for that you've wanted 
so much and you, you felt like you were just chasing this goal and it felt so far away and you finally got it after putting in all of this work and effort and time and maybe even money into something and it ends up once you're there and you've achieved whatever that thing is and you're living in the reality of having achieved that thing it's the very thing that's making you you know break and bleed now and it is such a sobering realization to realize oh my gosh I put my everything and more into this and it's not even you know what I want anymore or it's not working for me anymore it is such a hard pill to swallow and it's really difficult because it's hard to accept and allow yourself to want something else or go after something else or accept that something is no longer for you when you've put in the labor for it and I talked about this in a recent episode as well and part of growing up and being in your 20s I think is all about you know accepting the things that aren't for you and like letting knowing that they aren't for you and letting them go but then welcoming with opening arms things that are meant for you and you have to totally separate yourself from the fact that you put in a ton of work for whatever it is and it's really hard to do so because you sort of create this emotional attachment with whatever it is when you've put a lot of work into it and for me personally I feel this on multiple levels one my degree and the CPA license and you know, I got my undergraduate degree in accounting and finance, and then I got my master's in tax, and I got my CPA license, and I'm a CPA now. That was quite literally a, from start to finish, you know, six-year process, and, or five-and-a-half-year process, and it took a ton of money, and it took a ton of time, and it took a lot of tears and a lot of effort to get all of those things, and I thought, you know, I remember thinking in college, you know, working towards this feels so good, but I only thought it felt good because I knew that other people would see it as a huge accomplishment, and I knew that other people would see it as being very valuable, but I didn't think about how I would feel after I achieved it, and that's where I went wrong, and I was so focused on the way it would look to other people and how it would make me look as a student and as a you know future employee and as a prospective person for a job I was so focused on how it would look in those lenses that I just didn't even pay any mind to how it would look to myself how it would feel to myself how would I feel fulfilled once I achieved all of those things no because the only thing that was fulfilling me the whole time I was going after all of that was the fact that I was you know checking off the to-dos and all of the boxes that I needed to achieve those things and it was merely crossing off those things and getting closer and closer that was fulfilling me nothing about actually achieving that end goal was fulfilling to me and that's a really hard pill to swallow and it's so hard when for me to look back and think I gave so much of my life and my time and my money to this and it is the one thing that is causing me so much pain and struggle right now because I feel so misaligned with my purpose. Um, I just don't feel that I'm somebody that was made to sit behind a computer and sit in Excel all day. Like that's just not what I want to do or what I think I was, you know, made to do. And I don't necessarily think I need to sit here and find a job that is my purpose, but I need to find something that's at least slightly more aligned with my values and everything. And it's really hard for me to sit here and, you know, 
realize that I did this to myself. You know, despite all of this work and all these things and all this time and money that I put into this, I'm feeling so much pain and feel struggling with so much in terms of feeling so conflicted with my career and my job and what I'm going to do next. And it's it's really hard because it's kind of just like, okay, I did this to myself. I am living in the consequences of not prioritizing myself from the get-go and not thinking of my, thinking of my own values or even being aware of my own values from the get-go and it's really hard to accept. And another thing that's also sort of in alignment with that same point of realizing something that you've given so much for is what's making you bleed is for me honestly um being a content creator and in a different light because I think that you know I've given so much in terms of I've been doing this since what like March of 2017 I think and I have really hardly ever missed uploading a video to YouTube at all I can there's probably been three or four times that I haven't uploaded at least once a week and a lot of times it's been outside of my control because of brand deals or something but you know I've been working really hard to do that and I have feel I feel like when I look back on everything that I've put into being a content creator that I've put in a ton of work into it and it's really hard because it's the way social media is it's just just because you work hard doesn't mean you're going to see results and it's really difficult because it requires a lot of patience and it's something that is also a really hard pill to swallow because you can sit here and post videos every single day or once a week or whatever and will it pay off probably yes but whether it's a day or 10 years is completely up to algorithm you know what i mean and that may be a little bit of a stretch of a statement because obviously there are ways that you can you know really work to try and have the algorithm work in your favor or work to really change your content to be something that you know people really really want to see or whatever but ultimately you can work really hard but just because you're pumping out content and putting things out there doesn't guarantee that you're going to you know gain a larger community or you know make more money or whatever and that's not even what it's about to me it's about you know having like a strong community that's very engaged and I have lost engagement over the years because my community was just a lot more engaged and stronger when I was in college which is fine which I've talked about and just navigating having this part of my life that's always been such a big part of my life through post-grad has been really difficult and I've talked about that a lot before too and it's just this really hard pill to swallow for me that I am you know basically using every ounce of my free time that I can every week which is a very big sacrifice it's time that I could be spending you know with friends or reading or extra time I could be spending with my fiance because lord knows I am doing way too many things at once and he deserves more of my time than what he's getting right now and that's just me being honest and like quality time not just like us having dinner together like true quality time where we're able to you know pour into each other I guess you could say and I make all these sacrifices so that I can do this because it's something I really truly care about like I love sitting down and talking to you guys on the podcast every week do I always feel like doing it no but it's something every time that I have an episode go live I just get butterflies in my stomach and like I feel excited and that hasn't ever worn off in my years of doing this same thing with editing and uploading a video it does not feel like work to me it's something I genuinely love and enjoy doing so that's why I make that sacrifice because it's something that does fill my cup at the end of the day and it allows me to express my creative juices and help people which are two things that are 
very important to me and that I value a lot. And I don't get either of those things really at all from my job that takes up 40 plus hours of my week. So of course, I'm going to be yearning for those things and chasing them in my time outside of work. So doing these things is beneficial to me in that sense. But at the same time, it is a huge sacrifice of a lot of free time and rest that I need and everything. And I'm kind of getting to a point where I realize it's not sustainable for me to do everything I'm doing for forever. And I've kind of just told myself in the back of my mind, I'll just always be doing things the way I'm doing right now. But, you know, the longer I do it, I'm realizing this is not sustainable and I cannot be working how much I'm working on a week to week basis with everything lumped together in terms of being a content creator and having a full time job. I can't do it forever because it's not sustainable. It's not healthy to work as much as I'm working. And I'm not sitting here like, trying to brag about being a workaholic because if anything I'm embarrassed to admit that I let work take this much of a priority in my life over things that are so much more deserving like you know developing just stronger relationships with friends and making friends and pouring into parts of my life that I'm not going to be able to pour into in the future as much and it's hard for me to admit that and I'm not proud of it and I want to make a change but That's what I mean by saying, you know, this is something that I've sacrificed so much for and I've given my blood, sweat, and tears into, but at the same time, it's making me bleed because it's truly taking away from a lot of time that I, you know, could be benefiting from, but I'm also still getting things from it. So it's a little bit different from my corporate job because I don't really feel like I'm getting much from it, obviously, besides my paycheck, which is huge. And I'm really thankful to even have the opportunity to be doing both things because, Lord knows in this economy, you know, I'm just thankful to even have a job and having two is such a blessing, but obviously it's at the expense of a lot of time. I am working a lot and basically, you know, Sunday to Sunday every week or Sunday to Monday, whatever you want to say. And it's definitely exhausting in the long run. And it's really hard for me because I just feel like the nature of social media has changed so much and I just feel like I can't keep up and I feel like every time I'm trying to pivot and sort of make my content different or whatever I am struggling with this battle of asking myself and what am I doing this for is this still authentic to me I have to make sure I'm doing this for the right reasons and that I'm not just doing it just to say oh I you know a check as oh yeah I posted you know once a week on Instagram like okay but was it valuable you know what I mean and was it helpful for my audience and just trying to keep things as authentic as possible with while still, you know, not just doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. That's been really hard for me is trying to pivot and do things a little bit differently so that I can, you know, grow my community and get the community I already have more engaged. But doing all of those things while keeping things authentic on a small amount of free time is definitely really difficult. So I've been struggling with that a lot and it's just been really difficult. And I think I might've said that was the last thing I was going to touch on, but I have one more thing I want to touch on and it is the pressure to be great. I don't know who instilled this in me, but I just have always felt for as long as I can remember, like since I was honestly, since I was probably 12, maybe, I don't know, maybe it could honestly go back as far as just, you know, the sports I did, like playing playing gymnastics and doing gymnastics, I truly think absolutely screwed me and t- my mental capacity. It instilled this insane level of discipline in me 
But at the same time, it also just turned me into this crippling perfectionist and thinking that I need to be, you know, just perfect at everything I do. And that's obviously not ever going to be achievable. And I have always felt this pressure that I need to just do something huge and great. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's like a survival type of instinct where I'm like, oh, the only way that, you know, I won't feel stressed or the only way that I can achieve peace is if I am financially secure, which means I have to do something really great and like noteworthy and be this great person doing all of these great things. And I'm just exhausted. I feel like I have just been absolutely pureed under the pressure to be great and it's just truly so exhausting and I'm trying to get to a place where I can accept and truly believe that you know I don't have to have this shiny looking life this super aesthetically pleasing looking life I don't have to have all these accolades and this you know super impressive looking job or super nice car super nice house whatever like Simple is fine. It's fine. And you know what? It's more than fine. It's great. It is desirable. It is lovely. It is peaceful. And maybe I just need to start speaking those things over myself because I don't know who on earth planted this in me that I need to just go above and beyond all the time and have, you know, work myself working towards all of these super impressive to other people things. And I'm just so exhausted from that pressure. And like I said, I don't know where it came from, but I really just want to allow myself and accept, like accept that I want simple and that I crave simple. And I think that a part of me for so long, you know, wanted to do all of these impressive to other people things and have an impressive job and blah, blah, blah. And all of that's subjective anyways. I've talked about it before, how I'm like, you know what? I think being a freaking mom is impressive. Just as impressive, if not more impressive, than being the CEO of a huge company. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with pursuing either of those things because, like I said, it's subjective and everybody's going to want something different for themselves and we're all wired differently. But I think I've tried to force myself into wanting such high achieving things in the eyes of other people that I have absolutely, you know, completely told myself to neglect any of my actual true values and desires. And I have realized in recent years that I enjoy a more slower paced life. I am a better person to be around. I'm a better partner. I'm a better friend. I'm a better person to myself when I'm not, you know, running myself dry and down to the bone in work and am I a very disciplined worker and a very hard worker that is capable of you know achieving great things for sure I know that about myself but does that mean that I have to do that no like there's a healthy balance I can find where I am you know able to work really hard at something I care about but at the end of the day I'm not all in on that and it's not wearing me out to where I can't be a good person to myself and a good person to friends and family and my significant other and everything. And I am getting to the point where I'm just, you know, accepting. I want slower. I want simpler. I don't want to be hustling the way I'm hustling right now forever. And I think in the back of my mind, I am working as hard as I am right now as sort of a way to feel like I'm in control of my future because 
my I just feel like it's slipping through my hands and I'm it's like I'm holding on to water I'm literally trying to hold on to water that's how I feel about my future because I just am so unsure of what's going on and I feel so out of control and the only thing that makes me feel in control is working myself to the bone because I tell myself in the back of my mind if I work really hard now like I I'll eventually just get where I need to be and I won't have to worry about the things I'm worrying about now but that's not true because what's going to end up happening is I put myself on autopilot working myself to the bone I end up neglecting myself or you know my family my friends my significant other whatever I end up having collateral damage in the process and then I end up getting to said big achievement or the pressure end up succumbing to the pressure to be great and going after something and then I achieve that thing and it's my CPA license and degree all over again where I achieve it and then I'm like what was that even for just trying my hardest and I encourage you all to try your hardest to really liberate yourself from the opinions of others and the pressure that you've put on yourself that is there either from yourself or other people to achieve X thing or be great at whatever it is unless it's something that you know you truly want for yourself and is truly aligned with you and maybe it's something you want now and then you know in 20 years you're not going to care for it anymore and then you can move on to something else and that's fine you just have to get to a place where you can accept that we change as people and what we want changes and it's okay to change and you know decide that something isn't for you anymore and I'm really just trying to get to a place where I'm accepting that I don't want what young me wanted or thought I wanted. Young me thought I wanted to live in a big city, live the city life, have a super shiny job and, you know, be an executive of a company and just basically be a girl boss. That's what young me wanted for myself, but and maybe I there was there was definitely a sliver of me that actually did want that for myself. I think a lot of that was there because I thought that it would, you know, just absolutely solve all my other problems because I would have all the money I needed and then everything would be fine. And the older I get, the more I realize, you know, that ultimately isn't going to lead to my happiness and it's not going to fulfill me at the end of the day. So I have to start accepting that that's not what I want and then start embracing and opening my arms to the things that are more in alignment with myself and my values now and rid myself of all of those opinions and the pressure from you know whatever else it is other external factors that tell me to do something that you know maybe isn't for me and accepting that I don't need to have this crazy fast-paced lifestyle where I'm working all the time and where I have you know the most aesthetically pleasing life and I have the super nice car the super cool good looking and impressive job and none of that you know I have to accept that none of that truly matters to me and then I can start accepting the things that really do matter to me like having inner peace and you know not dreading waking up every morning because my job is just draining me that much and you know having enough energy at the end of a day or a week to pour back into myself and to other people so that I am, you know, able to help others in my life and help myself and just be a better person overall because ultimately anything that doesn't allow me to do those things isn't something I want and it's not for me. So that's kind of everything that I'm trying to unlearn and then learn. And I feel like you really have to go through the unlearning first before you start embracing the things that truly are for you. And it's definitely a really difficult process. But that's everything that I've just kind of been 
having on my heart lately and I'm sorry if this was just you know like a sob fest I didn't really intend for it to be and I hope that you know it either if anything I just hope it made you feel less alone um you know maybe it achieved absolutely nothing and you got nothing out of this but hopefully it at least made you feel less alone and just know that y'all aren't alone and I know that I'm not the best at responding to things quickly but I do try to get to everything especially on the podcast Instagram when I can so I really I mean I'm I'm there for y'all if any of y'all are struggling for the same or with through the same things and I love you all so much and I appreciate you all just being on the other end of this and listening because it's actually a bizarre concept to me that I can just sit here and talk about my problems to a microphone and people actually listen to it but like I said I don't like to do episodes like this often if ever really but I just felt like I couldn't really move forward authentically with future episodes without just wearing my heart on my sleeve and letting y'all know how I've been feeling and what I've been struggling with so that's it for this week's episode be sure to follow in bloom podcast on instagram it's just at in bloom podcast and follow me as well on my social media and check out my youtube channel if you want more content from me weekly and thank you all so much for listening i hope you all have a wonderful day when you're listening to this and i will talk to you all next week